This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now this week's Premier League program was trimmed because of the morning for the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, and there was a shortage of uh, police for three matches. They involved Manchester United, the big clubs as well, Chelsea and Liverpool. But seven games went ahead, and as always in the Premier League, there were some very interesting things happening. And I'm joined now by John Giles and Liam Brady to discuss what did happen, and maybe start with... The most remarkable thing I thought of the weekend, John, Son, the Tottenham Hotspur player, we, we all think he's a wonderful player in every respect, as well as being a terrific footballer. He's a gentleman and he never puts a foot wrong as a professional. Conte called him out, said he wasn't doing his stuff and dropped him. He came on and scored a hat-trick, a badly needed hat-trick in 13 minutes. He's a remarkable character and a really top player, isn't he? He's a top pro, Eamon. Yeah. You know, obviously a top player, a top pro. I mean, a lot of lads would have got the sulk after being left out, you know, yeah. and given up who wanted to transfer and that. And he went out and proved his point. You know, he's a brilliant player. He wasn't having the best of times since Conte left him out. But he didn't, he didn't, didn't wasn't childish about it. Got on with it and showed him what he could do. Scored three goals in, 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 and three terrific goals as well within about half an hour or something. In 13, so minute, he's, he's, in 13 minutes, John. Oh, was it that long? Okay. Yeah. He was brilliant. I, we, well, I think we all love him. I think Liam love him. You love him. I love him. He's, he's been a great pro. He's a terrific player, I mean. Yes. So delighted to see him back. And Spurs needed it at that time in the match at the weekend. They badly needed it. Yeah. Liam Conte... Uh, no messing around. I suppose his point was that nobody is too big to be dropped. He hadn't scored a goal this season and he hadn't played brilliantly. But uh, this was the perfect answer. And I noted on the touchline, Conte celebrating very happily with his two assistants. I think he was saying, I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he can't argue with that. Uh, but he was top goal scorer in England last year, Eamon, in the Premier. 
Yeah, he and, was. Uh, John, yeah, John yeah, Topper, yeah. Mo Salah. Yeah, yeah Golden yeah. Boot. Yeah. So, he's a, as John says and you saying, he's, he's a brilliant player. He's very quick. Uh, he showed, the, especially with his two goals, you know. Yeah. Uh, he can bend him right foot, left foot. It was, uh, he's, a, he's a terrific player. But what Conte has now is real competition for places. Yes. I think a couple of weeks ago when we were last on, we spoke about Richarlson coming to the club, you know, and he's gone to... He's going to keep everybody on their toes, and that's what you need at a top club. If you go back to Ferguson in the heyday of Manchester United, when yes. he had four strikers, Sheringham, Solskjaer, Dwight York, yes, and I can't remember the Andy other Cole. one. But was Andy Cole. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, so there was four, four brilliant strikers there. So Tottenham won competition for places. That's what Conte wants, and uh, he certainly has a has a good choice to. Uh, to pick a team from now. Yeah, John, as you said there, uh, Spurs are struggling. I thought they were awful. And I'm a huge admirer of Conte's and I think he's done a really good job there qualifying them for the Champions League, for example. And now they are actually joined top of, of the league or just a point behind Arsenal now. But uh, on Saturday night, they were joined top. They lost 2-0 to Sporting Lisbon, gave two late goals up in their Champions League game during the week. The players flew back. He had them in for training the next day. I didn't think they could pick a leg up. And Leicester, who are bottom in the league with one point, were more than a match from them and had scored two goals. It was two all at half time. Yeah, well, Leicester were good, Eamon. Uh, yeah. But I think, you know, Conte is a great manager, as we know. But I don't think that's the cleverest of things, Eamon. No. To, to, uh, because the team don't play well to... To, to make them suffer. I mean, they've got a match coming up at the weekend, as you say, and they look, yeah. they look tired in, in the match, particularly early on. So I don't think it's a clever move to, to say, right, you're back in training tomorrow. And I think it's nonsense, to be quite honest, uh, because the, the players are going to suffer for the next match. And that's where, where Son came into it in a big way. Yeah. I mean, that they won out good, good winners and poor old Brandon Rodgers uh, is in big trouble. Eamon, as we know. Yeah. Uh, Liam, uh, that sort of idea, we know Conte's, you know, a hard man, but bringing players in the next day as a punishment, I thought they looked really tired and rather laboured. And it's the first time this season that I've seen a below-par performance from Tottenham. They won 6-2 in the end, but I thought that scoreline flattered them uh, big time. It did. I don't know whether I would agree that it was form of punishment, Damon. You know, I don't know what went on. Did he bring yeah. them in and train them hard? I don't know. Sometimes uh, the press will make things out. Maybe he brought them in and they had a massage and they got over the 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 the, the, yeah. uh, the game the night before. Uh, but they they didn't play well in the first half. They were giving the ball away for fun, yes. particularly the back four. You know, they were trying to play out and they were giving it to Leicester. And Leicester were at them. Leicester had a a right few chances. Uh, but Leicester, you know, Vardy's no longer a big part of Leicester. doesn't look like it. They're missing him badly. They haven't really got a, a capable striker. And and Schmeichel leaving the club, Eamon, the goalkeeper yes. that's in at the moment, Danny Ward. He's hopeless. Is, uh, it, it, well, I'm not saying he's hopeless, but he's struggling at the moment. It's the first time he's really had a chance in the Premiership. He's kind of been a constant uh, number two or number three. And this is his first time to have a go, and uh, and he he is struggling a bit, you know. So uh, Leicester are struggling at set pieces; they're giving goals away all the time. 
uh, and Spurs have the forward line to punish them. And you know, when when that fourth goal went in, Song's fourth goal, yeah. Leicester had to come out, and they just just got hit on the break. So. Brendan Rodgers is in trouble. I think we spoke about him a couple of weeks ago, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think he, he's, he, he would like to get the push. Yeah. Uh, but we, as we talked to two weeks ago, I don't think he's going to resign. Um, but, uh, Leicester in real trouble and to see West Ham down there as well is a complete turnaround from last year. Yeah. Uh, John, uh, you were uh, saying to me, we were talking during that game on Saturday evening that Leicester really are a selling club now. They've no interest in buying players. They let Kasper Schmeichel go, which was crazy. Uh, they brought no one in, really. Uh, they bought uh, this fella who played at the back for them uh, on Saturday, brought him in an hour before the transfer deadline. His name is Fass. They brought him in an hour before the transfer deadline closed. So, as Liam says, he's obviously doomed in terms of his reputation and maybe his job, but he's, why would he walk when there's a few million there if they sack him? Yeah, well, he's in a, yeah, he's in a very, very bad spot, Eamon. You know, I read in the paper there, the owner says, uh, you know, they're not going to be spending money. And they sent the sold the centre half, I think, was 70 million and bought somebody in for 15 million. You know, like if you could do that, there'd be no such thing as a good good team and a bad team. I feel sorry for him. I think he's a good lad and he's he's done a really good job there. But he's not getting the back end. And I think we we talked about it last week. And Liam, and I think you said, well, he got paid up. And I was suggesting, in a way, like the best thing to do is resign now and go with his reputation. Say, because I understand. I mean, if he if he stays and gets 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 paid up. Yeah, we should remember he he won the cup, almost qualified for a Champions League place. But you can't do it. If your best players are walking out of the club and leaders as well, like uh, Casper Schmeichel, who was an exceptional professional. Liam, Arsenal are top of the league. I thought before the match that Brentford's intensity and the way they go at it might be a real problem for Arsenal, uh, as it was for other big clubs, Manchester United notably, I think, in the first day of the season. But Arsenal seemed to cope quite comfortably, got the opening goal from a set piece. And Brentford really were tame. Yeah, well, we've got we got a different defence now, Eamon, with this guy Saliba in the middle of the defence. Yeah. You know, he's uh, he looks very, very good. Not only is a great physical presence, he's this is the second goal from from uh, uh, in in the Premiership. He scored a lovely goal down at I think it was down at Bournemouth, um, and uh, he's uh, he's really made the defence. Uh, much more solid. Uh, he's a big lad. He can play out from the back. Um, and uh, he's been a great addition to the squad. He, he was on loan in France. We didn't buy him this year. He was on loan. Uh, so it makes you wonder what took us so long to get him back in. Right. Um, he's he's very, very good. And then I, I think uh, even against Manchester United, I think John said they played really, really well going forward, Arsenal. They're creating things. They're playing with a lot of confidence, and uh, they brought that into the match against Brentford. And they, you know, the the guy up front, uh, Gabriel Jesus, uh, yes. who we got from Manchester City, is a real handful for every defence. He's playing in the, in that central position and allowed go where he wants. Uh, he's scoring a lot of goals for for the team. So the 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 additions to the squad this season have made all the difference compared to last year. 
Yeah, and Tierney played on Saturday, but he's actually been out of favour. I think he's a, a really top player. Uh, well, we've got a good squad now, Eamon. Yeah, that's what yeah. you need. If you're gonna if you're gonna get in the top four, you need to have top players and nearly in every two players in every position, so one can fill in for another. You know, so yeah. you've got Tierney and Zinchenko at left back. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, you know this lad Vieira come in for Odegaard on 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 Sunday yesterday and. He looked a really good player, scored a smashing goal. You've got Saka, Martinelli, Smith, Rowe, Hazes. So the forward line looks all right. Got another Brazilian in called Marquinhos, who did very well in the Europa League during the week. So he he seems... I just I just fear for us in central midfield. Although yes. Xhaka had a really good game. Xhaka had a really good game on uh, <laughs> yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not his biggest fan, but I have to hold my hands up and say... He's playing a lot better this year. Yeah, and John, the profile, the age profile of the Arsenal team is really interesting. There is, there's some very young players, and in fact, in the last minute of the game, the 90th minute, Arteta gave a Premier League, he made Premier League history by bringing on a young lad called uh, Ethan Nwery, who's only 15. Uh, he only turned 15 in March, and he's the youngest uh, player ever to play in the Premier League. But they do seem to have some good young players. And Jesus, who I didn't really fancy much at City, he's really done well for them since he's arrived. Oh, yeah, he's doing very well, Eamon. I think the problem at City was he, they, they didn't play him at centre-forward, Eamon. Mm. You know, that's what I thought there. I always thought he was a good player. But they didn't play him. So he was playing on the left or the right. Yeah. And like the, the header he got on, on yesterday was brilliant, absolutely brilliant header. It was a good ball from, from Xhaka. Uh, but he, he, you know, he got a brilliant header on it. I think he's, you know, he scored a lot of goals for us. And they're looking at the team now, as, as Liam says, you know, once they tighten up at the back, like going forward, they've got really, really exciting players, and they're tightening up at the back. So they were, they, they well deserved the win yesterday. I thought they were very, very impressive. Amen. Yeah, uh, Liam, you had reservations naturally at the start of the season. A lot of new players, a lot of players that you wouldn't have been particularly familiar with. Uh, Thomas Partey is another interesting player. He came from Atletico Madrid. He didn't start, he didn't, he wasn't on fire when he first came. I think he is a good player. But right round the pitch now, they have good players. Saka seems back uh, and confident again. This lad Vieira, where did he come from? He's a young Brazilian, Eamon. Uh, no, I beg your pardon, he's a young Portuguese lad. Uh, we got from, I think it might have been Sporting Lisbon. You know what the Portuguese are like. They sell yeah. all their good players. Yeah. I think he got, I think he's only played like 22 league games in Portugal last year, but he did score eight or nine goals. So he's supposed to be one for the future, but he came in and did a really good job in Odegaard's place yesterday. So uh, 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 things are looking good for Arsenal. They, uh, I, I'd still be worried about uh, Party and Jacques in the centre of center midfield. Yes. Yeah. Like we, when 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 the international break is over, uh, we play Spurs on the first of October at the Emirates, and we play Liverpool on the 9th of October at the Emirates. So wow. they'll be they'll be the real test, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. We we didn't we failed against Manchester United, albeit playing well, but that you know th there was a little bit of. Uh, of, of kind of deja vu that they looking good and then when it comes to the big test they don't they don't see it through and I thought they could have got something from the Manchester United game but the defence let them down now uh, 
as I say, we've got Spurs and Liverpool uh, the next two games, so that will tell us much, much more. That'll be the acid test, all right. Although, fair play to Arteta, their point clear at top of the Premier League. I don't think they've had the hardest programme, and as Liam has pointed out there, uh, the hard stuff is coming. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wolves had to face the hard stuff uh, at home, uh, John, on Saturday. It's a match again we both watched and talked during the game. City won 3 0. Uh, Jack Grealish got a goal in the first minute. Um, it wasn't a, a particularly great goal, but he was there uh, and he tucked it away. He's had some severe criticism, not least from me. And I, I, I think you have your own opinion on him. He cost a hundred million which inevitably attracts, well, ex- people have expectations of a player who costs that much money. Um, more money, actually, than Haaland cost by some f- tens of millions. What did you make of the game, John, and what did you make of City? Because I know you're, you're not as enamoured of them as you once were. Uh, well, at times, Eamon, they've been good. Uh, and I thought they started off really, really well. 
the other day. They were really at their best, especially when they didn't have the ball. Chasing it down, chasing it down. And as we know, they scored in the first minute with uh, Greeley scored yeah. in the first minute. Uh, and they played really, really well to go two up. And then in the start of the second half, I mean, they slipped up again. You know, they, they, yeah. they, the Wolves got on top. They weren't chasing the ball down as well as they could. And then they got a break when, when uh, Collins, uh, our Irish nice. lad, uh, was, was very, very silly tackle, was, was uh, sent off. You know, put them down to t- put uh, Wolves out of it, really out of it for 10 men, and then they scored to make it 3-0. And it was all, of course, it was all over. Uh, but the first... 20 minutes, half hour, I thought were really, really good. City Grealish uh, uh, scored in the goal. Uh, I don't think he played particularly well after that either again, Eamon, but he did score a goal and Haaland came in again, scored his his usual one goal uh, and Foden scored later on. So they well deserved to win, but I thought Wolves were a little bit unlucky. At the time when they were on top, they couldn't score and then they lost the player and it was really all over then. And Nathan Collins... Liam, I he, I thought he was he, he, there was no malice in the challenge. I didn't think I thought <laughs> it, I didn't honestly. I thought he just he was so desperate to get to the ball or to do something, and I don't think there were, I didn't see malice in it. The the king of malice is on the other line, Liam. But you obviously did. Um, I I thought he was a bit unlucky. Uh, well, he, he you know he, he was reckless, Eamon, wasn't he? You know he should have yeah. he should have pulled out of the tackle and not like he, he hit he hit uh, Grealish in the chest with his boot. Yeah, <laughs> it was he heard of over the top tackles, but that uh, that that takes the <laughs> biscuit. You know he was reckless. He was maybe maybe so keen to do well that he decided he, he decided to steam in, but you can't do that anymore. You know no because uh, if, if you if you raise your boot that high and you catch your opponent. The referee, I think they're under instructions to send people off. I, you know? I wouldn't dispute the red card. It was, it was just. I thought he tried to kind of pull out, and then he didn't know what. He didn't know where he was. And I want to ask. He was, he, sorry, John. I'm going to just come in there. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I mean, I don't. I don't think he meant to, to kill the fella. It, <laughs> it was just like an, no. an inexperienced lad. Yeah, that went for the ball that he should never have gone for. It yes. was an out and out red card. But what, what, what I had to laugh at a little bit when Bruno <laughs> Lage, the 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 the, 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 coach, the yeah. manager of it, uh, said it was well, it could have been a yellow or a red. And there was a fellow, there was it Naves on the pitch after yeah. the referee. Jeez, he never left the referee alone. And it was an out and out sending off, Eamon. You know, right. I don't think the lad did go to hurt him. No. Anyway, it was an inexperienced tackle and a, and a silly tackle. But he had to be sent off for it, you know, yeah. definitely. Well, on, the, on those matters, you'd be a better judge than either Liam or, or I about the malice uh, thing. I want to ask both hey, of well, you. I don't like that. I don't like that. I know you're joking, but I don't like that. I wasn't noted for being a dirty player in that. I had to look after myself. That's what I did. But I never committed a tackle like that, a stupid tackle like that. No, I know you didn't. I don't want to play football. No, absolutely. Um, And I'm sorry about that. I hope you'll accept uh, my apologies. Uh, Are you giggling, Liam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I tell a story about John. Let me tell yeah. you a story about John. Yes. Now John, uh, John always said to me, and I believe him uh, entirely, that he only looked after himself. And if there were fellas out to get him, he had to look after himself. But we played Bulgaria in Dublin in the World Cup qualifier. Yep. And Jimmy Holmes had had his leg broken by this Bulgarian that was playing. Yes. And John said before the game, "Look, we want to play well. We want to win the game." 
but we want to get this guy. If we can get him, let's get him. Right. Who got him? I'd say John. (laughs) John got him. (laughs) It was a terrible tackle. It it ended uh, Jimmy's career. You remember that, John? You remember that, John? Yeah, didn't he deserve it, though? Oh, 100 and 190%. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sorry, anyway, John, if I in any way (laughs) intimated. It's okay, Eamon. I know you're only joking. I do know you're only joking. (laughs) Well, maybe some of your listeners would actually believe it. (laughs) Well, they only have to listen to Liam, and then they'll understand it. Liam, I want to ask you about uh, Erling Haaland. He he is, I mean, he missed. He mishit the shot, the goal he scored, I thought, on Saturday. But he's, I think he's absolutely awesome. What do you think? Well, he, uh, well absolutely, yeah. He didn't, hit, he didn't hit it clean, but he hit it well enough, Eamon. Yeah. And, and what he did do really well was get the angle to shoot yes. in the corner by taking the, the Wolves defender on and pushing him. The, bull, the Wolves defender was trying to jockey him back, but he moved the ball over on his right foot, which is not his strongest foot. And, uh, and, you know, he struck it right into the corner. It wasn't, wasn't the cleanest of strikes, but it was enough to beat the goalkeeper. And yes. I think he's linking up well now with him and Foden are linking yeah. up well. De Bruyne, uh, uh, I think there's a real shape to the forward line now, Eamon, now that they have an out and out centre forward. Yes. So, uh, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're, all three of us are, are I'm uh, pretty sure he's going to go near the 30 goals, uh, yeah. 30 league goals this year. Maybe more, Liam. He's got to yeah, maybe more, yeah. but, you know, he, he he will be around there if he stays fit. Yeah, uh, John, he's awesome in so many ways. Pace, appetite, and timing of the runs. It's hard to pick a fault with him. He seems to be a good lad as well, you know? Oh, yeah, he's, he's a team player, Eamon. Yeah, yeah. He seems, yeah, he seems a really good lad. And he, he's remarkable in this, the balance and pace he has. Yes. Eamon, for such a big lad. I've never seen anybody with the pace and the balance. No. At, at his, well, he's about six foot five, isn't he? Or something, he is, yeah. You know? yeah. Six now. And, 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 and he's got the balance of a, of, of a little fella. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, he's got, he's got the, the anticipation that you need at that level to do what he's doing. Uh, but but the physique is is incredible, you know. Big lad, uh, quick, balanced, both both feet. Uh, he can knock them in. So he's he, he definitely will. When he has a great record anyway, Eamon scored in goals. So like if they if they produce it, City and get get give him the chances. Yeah, he'll take them. There's no doubt about that. John, John, I didn't see the full match, but what I did see the highlights. He's linking up well with Foden and De Bruyne and players like that, isn't he? I think when he gets the right players, uh, um, we were talking about it last week and the, the match before City, they were terrible. They got out of jail at uh, at home, uh, but they didn't have Foden and um, uh, Bernardo Silva came on in the second half of that particular match and changed the game for them. These are the two yes. really top players. When those two weren't playing, they, they were playing awful. They had Gundogan in the middle of the field and, and I can't remember who the other person was playing. But they were they were poor. They need those players. It, actually, Jack Grealish went off at half-time in that match and Gundogan went off. And they were a different Manchester City with Silva and Foden on the pitch. Without those two, if the other two are on, they're not so good, Liam, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, link, he's linking up well. He's, he looks the all-round player, doesn't he? Oh, complete. Alan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he's, absolutely. He's, he's the real. He's, he's the real McCoy. You know, they definitely he'd score. 
he, he scored goals. He made goals for them, but 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 it's it's a goal scorer for maybe forty goals this year that they didn't have last year, Liam. Yeah, that's the big thing for City, you know. Yeah, let's hope he stays fit and healthy, and nothing happens because he's the most wonderful young player. I just want to ask you both about Everton, West Ham, uh, John. I, Everton got a, a win, which ba- was badly needed. West Ham got a, a ba- a, another defeat, which was not needed. They're in trouble. Uh, David Moyes has done such a great job there. Everton also, you would think, in trouble. Uh, but that win gets them up the table a little bit. And uh, the player they bought from Brighton, Neil Mopey, uh, who is a goal scorer, a regular goal scorer, he got the goal. I was pleased for Frank Lampard. Um they both have plenty of work to do, though, won't they, to yeah. g- get out of the holes they're in? Yeah. I think Everton just about deserved it, Eamon, yeah. to win it. You know, yeah. They just about deserved it, but West Ham have gone through a bad time, as as we know. I mean, and uh, like, and Everton, he has a lot more work to do, Eamon, than we, we thought he would have when he went to the club. Yeah. I think he realised that himself, you know, but it was a badly needed win for them. And a dreadful uh, result, really, for for David Moyes. So the two of them have a lot of lot, lot of hard days ahead of them, Eamon. Yeah, uh, Liam. Just to ask you about Seamus Coleman, who hasn't played in recent weeks. He's been on the bench. It looks like there's a young fella uh, that uh, Frank's playing right back. His name is Patterson. He looks a very, very good young player. So maybe for Seamus, it's going to be difficult. But he's such a great pro and a good lad. Would you still feel that he's got a lot to offer for the Irish international team in terms of experience and as a player, of course? Yeah, he's a leader, Eamon. Yeah, yes. we need him. Yeah, we need him. We've got two important games coming up next week. Uh, Scotland away uh, and Armenia at home. And, uh, you know, even though Seamus has not been in the Everton team, you, you would expect him to be in the Irish team. But this, this lad, Patterson, is a young lad. He's doing very, very well. Yeah. Uh, I think Cody has helped their defence. He's a yes. he's a he's an organizer. He's a leader. Um, to go back to to Seamus, I, I'm sure he'll figure somewhere along the line. But you know, this happens to everyone. How old is he now? I mean, he must be thirty-four. 30 months, I think. Is he? Well, I think you know, so. Yeah. So he's he's kind of he's got to that stage where perhaps he's not going to play uh, week in week out, but he's still going to be an important player for Ireland simply because we haven't got the squad. Uh, of players that we once used to. Yeah, and uh, John, you know, it's good to have a player like that. He's 33, actually. It's good to have a player like that in the dressing room, on the training ground, and he still would have service to give to Ireland and Everton if needed. Oh, there's no doubt, Eamon. I mean, uh, they made a, a good buy, as you say, with the, with the right back from Scotland. Yeah. Um and it's unfortunate. I mean, that's what they have to do. Obviously, get get younger players in. But I think uh, Seamus is an awful lot to offer. Yes. Now, I mean, he's a fit lad. He's thirty three. He's got the experience. Um, I'd I'd be amazed if he if he doesn't play a huge part in the Irish setup. Right. He's a great lad, as we know. He's a terrific player. And he, 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 I mean, Everton have to do what they do, which is to get young players in. And he's and he's, and he's unfortunate in that particular way, Seamus. But I, I, he'll definitely give great service to, to anybody if he does move from Everton, well, particularly, as you say, for the Irish team. Now, just before we finish, Liam, a new man has turned up in the Premier League, an American. 
he's got a lot to say for himself. He's taken over Chelsea. He sacked Thomas Tuchel and he wants uh, to do things. And I think particularly he wants a European Super League. But uh, he also probably wants to buy the players and he may even want to pick the team. His name is Bowie. I don't like him. And I agree with somebody who wrote this week and I wrote it myself last week. He's a dangerous man because he's bringing American ideas and values into the Premier League, which could kill it. Well, I, I'm, I'm not up on it as much as you are, Eamon. I'm, you know, but uh, to, when he sacked Tuchel, it was a, it was a surprise to me. Yeah, I know Tuchel's behaviour uh, and some of his outbursts have been uh, kind of uh, caught the attention of everybody, particularly that spat he had with Conte on the on the touchline, and then he's been quite critical of the players in the media after bad results and things like that. So. Uh, it, it was a surprise, but not a complete surprise. You know, particularly after uh, he, he, him winning the, uh, the him winning the, the Champions, the Champions League, yeah. League and, and an FA Cup, I think. So um, he, um, he 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 obviously wants to change things, run it his own way. Potter, who we've all spoken about, the three of us have spoken yes. about, uh, was bound to get a big job. Now he's got a very very big job uh, on his hands. He's got a lot of star players. He's never really worked with that kind of kind of player before, that quality of player before, yes. big egos uh, and so forth. So that's going to be a real fascinating thing to watch. On the guy Baldi, yeah, he shouldn't be involved in buying the players, but he is now. I've read somewhere that he's looking to get recruit somebody in that director of football role to work with Potter. Yeah, um, but. Uh, we, we all thought uh, with Abramovich going, I think that Chelsea uh, might suffer because of it, of the upheaval, and it looks that way. I don't know what John thinks. Yeah, John, um, this guy's come in, and for Graham Potter, who we, we all respect for what he, the job he did at Brighton, taking him into the top six uh, or thereabouts, keeping him in the league even on the budgets he was given and the fact that they continue to sell players all the time right up to the last couple of weeks. But it's a different job, isn't it? Going to Chelsea, huge expectations, a lot of players, big squad, and a mouthy owner who seems to think he knows how the game should be run and also who should be in the team. That's going to be a big shock for everybody, isn't it? Not least Graham Potter, who's put his career on the line. He has got a five-year contract, by the way, I tell you both, yeah. uh, which is some comfort. Yeah, he, de he deserves a chance at a big club, Eamon. Yeah. But I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd pick another club instead of Chelsea for him at this particular time. Yeah. This American guy has really been a disgrace, and I think his treatment of Tuchel has been shocking. Yeah, Eamon. Yeah, I think Jugal is a highly strong guy, Eamon. And I think from the start, this guy was on his back. And I think that's why he behaved the way he behaved in some of the situations he's been in, which he refers to there, which is right. I mean, at Leeds, he actually said at Leeds, when it got a hiding three nil, we, we, we should we should have won that match. And then the, the 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 thing with Conte was was outrageous. But I think he's a highly strong guy, and I think this guy got into his head. Because he wanted to sign Ronaldo early on. That's right. That was, that was the issue with Tuchel. Yeah. And Tuchel was right, obviously. Of course he was right. 
But this guy, you see, this guy, as you know, I'm a millionaire guy from American guy. They, they think that they know more about football than anybody else, more about everything than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So they put Tuchel in a very, very difficult position because Tuchel's uh, 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 thing at the club is uh, head head coach, Eamon. Yeah. Right? Now, you know, this is very, very important. He's, he's a head coach, which means that the likes of this American guy is that, right, I'll get the players in, you coach them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's very significant that he started in the club. Now, Potter, Potter has the same uh, situation. He's head coach, he's not manager. So, right from the start, I think they got into Tuchel's head. We were doing a fantastic job at uh, Chelsea. You know, he won, what, he won, he won the Champions League. Champions League. Yeah. yeah, you know, like he's done a terrific job. And this guy comes in, and, and he, I, I feel sorry for, I feel good for Potter because he deserves a big job but I feel a bit sorry for him going into this particular situation yeah. if he's not allowed to do what needs to be done it could be a disaster for him as well Eamon yeah. but he's got a five year contract as you say uh, and, and good luck to him he deserves it but I, I certainly wouldn't work, like to be working for this guy no uh, me neither unfortunately we're not Liam and John uh, thank you very much indeed for joining us today we're grateful to Liam John to all of you for listening That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.